The Slippery Slope Theater of the Air brings you Grace Under Pressure, the simple story of a woman alone in New York in the 90s, an age of diminished expectations. Isn't it great when the guests go home? Isn't it fun when you're finally all alone? Kick off both your shoes and get the hoovering done And watch the rising sun Isn't it swell when you're on your own? Aren't you grateful it's too late to call him on the phone? Take off all your clothes and feed the cat He said, there's no hurry, where's my hat? Wake up to the realization that you're alone And so goes a story that's told so often Wonder who picked up after the arches in Rome Ain't it great when the guests go home And now the final episode of Grace Under Pressure, Episode 8, Slide Into Home. Ramondo, accidents happen to everybody. Just let me put on my gloves and we'll change those sheets. What a mess. It's one mess after another nowadays. Oh, as long as it's only physical, Raymond. You should have seen me, Gracie. I was the smoothest dude on the block. Linen suits, silk shirts, $100 Panama hats. You're still a dude, Ray. Here, stick this under you. You still got those bedroom eyes. Roll over. That's it. More like emergency room eyes. I see you eyes. Hey, pretty good, huh? I see you. <laughs> With jokes like that, it's no wonder they kicked you out of the hospital. Ah, Gracie. I know why I'm here. We're all here, Ray. Just not everybody knows it. Easy for you to say. You are walking and talking and wearing that stylish industrial strength housecoat. Well, you know Hector. He doesn't want anybody around here to dress prettier than he does. Now let me get those sheets into the bag drop. You'd better sit on this for a while. 
Nurse Bertha will be here to clean you up. Are you okay sitting up for a while? As long as I don't have to watch that Richard Simons monster. <laughs> no, honey. You're not in the hospital anymore. Bertha, it's Grace. <laughs> Guest in room 12 needs a freshen up as soon as you can make it. <laughs> She's on her way. I'll see you at tea time, Raymond. Gracias, chiquita. De nada, guapo. Now, let's get this uh, stuff to the laundry. Oh, oh, sorry, Hector, I didn't see you. How could you miss me, doll? I thought this outfit sang out like a neon sign in Ipanema. <laughs> you could get a job as a marker buoy for deep sea divers. It, if you needed a job, which you don't... It's lovely. You don't have to fib, Gracie. It's not about tasteful color schemes, sweetie. It's about keeping the customers happy. Especially the ones who can hardly see. Especially them. A bright color, a touch of silk or velvet, a whiff of perfume, a gentle song. Simple things that can be all the joy de vivre a dine a guest might have in a day. Well, in that case, why don't Bertha and I get decked out for duty? I'm not running a home for wayward girls here, Grace. Your duties are hardly appropriate for a bon mangon and ferragamo pumps. Besides, my ensembles are designed to appeal to other senses highly developed in the gentlemen of our clientele. You mean like a sense of kitsch? I mean a sense of self-deprecating humor, of luxurious display, of flirtatious danger. In the midst of death, we are in a mist of our pain. You've been talking to Louis again. I wish. I feel like he's played this peculiar practical joke on me. And then disappeared. You're not happy here? What is it, the uniform? Oh, no, Hector. I kind of love it here at home care. I don't mind the filth, and I'm much less scared for myself than I am for them. I haven't lost anyone yet. Guess I'm afraid that I won't be what they need. Grace, honey, you never know till it happens. Some people, the people you'd think would be right in there till the end, they crap out. Then somebody like Jose's little mother comes all the way from El Paso to hold his hand for 24 hours. You got to be able to see the love, the soul under all the shit. And you got to be able to let them go. I should be pretty good at it by now. Oh, Hector, I almost managed to forget. I have to move out. So if you hear of any place... You and Norma breaking up? She find out about you and Bertha? Hector... Many, many women live together. So do many married couples. What's your point? They're tearing down our building. NYU's continuing depredation program. Norm is a film student there, so they've offered to rehouse her. But she's moving in with Mrs. Groflock's nephews and starting a menage a grunge. There will be a band, naturally. Naturally. This week they're calling it Norma Bates and the Mothers. Next week... Who knows? They may be calling you for wardrobe suggestions. I'd be fluttered. Though I doubt I have anything in the Hitchcock mode. The point is, actually, let me know if you hear any place around here. You mean in Brooklyn? Gracie, you honor us. Knock it off, Hector. I think I've adjusted to the attitude pretty well. I just hate to waste so much time and money going back and forth. And I'd like to be able to be here in a hurry when I could be useful. Gracie, you're a darling. 
and I'd offer to make you a resident if you didn't mean one less bed for our client. Anyway, I don't want you to burn out too quickly, sugar. Everyone needs to go home sometimes. <laughs> I wish I knew where that was. One thing at a time, sweetie. You got a job and friends and a stunning workplace outfit. That's pretty good for your first month. Is it a month already? You just leave the rest to old Auntie Hector. <laughs> yes, Bertha? <laughs> Guesting number three will be right down. Kevin? I was just going to bring him the Sunday crossword. He sank pretty low last night. This may be your maiden voyage. Oh, Kevin, no. But yesterday he was so... Cheerful, energized, full of bad jokes and joy de vivre. <laughs> he said you looked like a circus elephant's laundry line. No one says the dying have to be kind. You loved it. Oh, dear. I don't know if I'm ready. What's it like? How will I know? You'll be there with him, and then in an instant, he won't be there with you. Like turning a corner that you can't turn back. Oh, man. Where is his family? Why aren't there... A sister, a mother, a father, a second cousin from Iowa. Sometimes they are all here. Sometimes they are singing and crying and holding hands and even laughter. Sometimes no one shows up. Sometimes there's no one left to call. Oh, man. Here we are, number three, Coraggio, baby. Kevin. Kevin, darling. Here is Gracie to sit with you for a while. Go ahead, take his hand. He knows you're here. Kevin, here I am, just like I promised I brought you the puzzle. I had to fight the grungy boys for it. You'd never think it, but they're anagram fiends. But I never break a promise to a friend. Hey, nice squeeze you got there. Is there anything you want? Anybody? I, I know there's nothing I can do to help, Kevin. I, I just wanted you to know that everyone in your life you ever cared for is here. I just happen to be their unworthy representative. And they all said to say they love you, Kevin, and will always love your spirit. I should shut up now. Just squeeze if you... Okay, I'll shut up. Kevin? What? Can you see me? Is there someone? Oh, I'm sorry I'm not them, but... But maybe I am. Lie back now. It's okay. It's all right. You can stay for a while. You can go. That's it. Close your eyes. It's a dream. It's all a dream. Time to wake up, honey. Whenever you're ready, I'll shut up. Kevin?
and flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. Come on, Grace. Bertha can take it from here. Louis, how long have you been there? Long enough to know I'm not the only Shakespeare fan in the family. I may have to pass on the mantle. Don't you dare. I wouldn't recognize you without it. Oh, dear. Poor Kevin. How pale and alone he looks. Like a pharaoh in a tomb. How could a lifetime full of people leave you so alone? He wasn't alone, Gracie. He had you. Come on, let's have that cafe. Do cafe con leche. Thanks, Maria. Ah, you really know your way around this place, Louis. This was my old neighborhood. Hector's home care is in our old building. Of course, we didn't have the whole building at first. You mean you own the building? Bought it from the city for a dollar and back taxes. I fixed it all up for my mother, and then she announces she wants to move to Miami and sing psalms with her old girlfriends from the Covent School back in Cuba. I was going to sell it, but then with the album and the Bowie tour and the video and all, I needed a tax write-off more than the money. You, you mean Hector's home care is a tax shelter? Made sense to me. He needed 12 rooms, we put in an elevator and a dietitian's kitchen, and Uncle Sam gets one less desert warfare tank out of your humble servant. Louis, you never cease to amaze me. You're a little amazing yourself, Grace. What was that for? All part of the job interview process. The what? Hector's been watching you, and I believe today you passed your probation. Kevin's death was some kind of quiz? There are some things you don't know a person will be good at till they do them. Hector needed to know that about you before he offered you the job. I thought I had a job. He... We want to start a children's hospice, like Hector's home care. The building next door is up for auction next month, and we'll need a mother superior. And spike heels and fishnets might not quite have the same effect on four-year-olds. What, do I get to wear a clown suit? You mean you'll do it? I'd be insulted if you asked anybody else. Because, you know, I'll be on the road a lot, and I'd like for my wife to stay Your busy. wife? I never knew you were married. Believe me, Grace, you'll be the first to know. I'm very sorry... Louis, but I think you lost me. Ah, contrario, Gracie. I only just found you. I want to know right where you are. I think that can be arranged. Just one question. Anything, querida. Shakespeare, Louis. Where does Shakespeare come into the picture? Since I was a little kid, my mom got us to America with nothing. She worked as a cleaning lady in motels in Miami. We lived in the empty rooms, and at night, she would read to us from the only book she had. She said God left it in the little table so I could learn English. I had Psalms and Proverbs instead of lullabies. I knew it backward and forward, but somehow I had enough of the devil or my father in me to want something more. So. When some bus and truck company of Hello Dolly came and went and left behind another book, same size, same two columns, same tiny print, I told mommy that it was a different kind of Bible. She let me read it to her, and it filled every little extra corner of my brain. 
And there's hardly a situation where a Shakespeare guy doesn't throw his two cents into my life. What about now? He's kind of quiet right now. But I was always glad you knew who was doing the talking. Well, that English lit major finally came in handy for something. So, do you want the job? Well, I guess a little hard work nip. Which one? Both. <laughs> Are you sure, Louis? There's beautiful women out there lining up for the chance to be an Estrella Cubana. Love sees not with the eyes, but with the mind. Lucky for me, in your case, I can use both. Lucky for me. Just one question. Anything for you, muchacho? Just till the kid's home gets going. You won't mind leaving with Auntie Garmin, will you? In the Bronx? Now you listen here. Louis Corazon, I've gone through a lot of changes in the past few months, and I don't regret a thing. But a person can only be asked to stretch just so far. Oh, that I were blonder. Oh, with eyes of blue. No man I couldn't handle.
Last Gasp Radio Theater has brought you Grace Under Pressure, starring Alice King as Grace, Luis Carlos de la Lambana as Raimondo and Hector, and Roger Casey as Louis Corazon. Grace Under Pressure is a production of Pastiche NYC. It was written, composed, and sung by Emily King. Ambient music supplied by Daniel Petro and Charles Michi. Atticus Smokey was our sound engineer, and Emily Duncan is our editor. This is your announcer, George Sheffy, saying thank you and good night. Take off all your clothes and feed the cat. He said, there's no hurry, here's my hat. Wake up to the realization you're not alone. And that's not a story that's told so often. I wonder who picked up after the orgies in Rome. Ain't it great when the guests go home? Now I'm that lonesome. Great when the guests go home. You must be joking. Great when the guests go